And we're back. Back to the banging and clanging sports podcast. That's right. Welcome back to the exciting adventures of the banging and clanging sports podcast. As always, we got crossbones, crossbones here whose arms are strong enough to wield the Infinity Gauntlet. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Morrell, probably second biggest arms. And I rewatched the Matrix series. That movie always gets me thinking, are we really in the Matrix? Hmm. That'd be interesting. Everything does taste like chicken. Yes, it does. Sometimes chocolate cake, but without the calories. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so we have been away, and a lot of things have gone down, not just in the wrestling world, but in the world of entertainment. And uh, so we have, we've had a Spider-Man movie. We've had a Peacemaker series. We have mm-hmm. had a Hawkeye and we have had a new Matrix movie, and uh, The Eternals is also out on Disney+. Plus. That's right, and Cobra Kai. And Cobra Kai, the great Cobra Kai series. Right. And The uh, Witcher. <laughs> and The Witcher, that has also come out. So yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on uh, to start this, this year of uh, 2022. An even year. Um, in the wrestling world... Uh, we, we, I don't think we've spoken to everybody since day one, uh, kicked off. That's right. Well, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Indeed. So, uh, we're going to start off that with Roman Reigns contracting the coronavirus and having to miss the show. That is right. We always had like that feeling that since the pandemic spiked up during the holidays, I, oh, I had that gut feeling that something's going to go wrong and it kind of did with Roman catching COVID. Thank goodness he recovered. It wasn't too serious. And he's back now. But day one was in jeopardy for a little while. So uh, WWE, the the people, the powers of B got together and said, oh, no, our main event in Atlanta is it's off. We don't we don't have our we don't have our due. We don't have the guy. We don't have the head of the table. So what do we do? We don't have a we don't have a championship match for that. So we're like, oh, no, that's an easy fix. Let's just throw Brock Lesnar into the Raw main event. That is right. I was like, well, we paid him a bunch of money. You go into the Raw main event, and Biggie was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think Biggie saw the writing, writing on the wall. Roman getting COVID was, was actually was worse for Biggie than anybody else. That's right, because originally the plans were for Biggie to retain the title, but, but Brock Lesnar's in there, and he's automatically going to win that belt. Yeah, that was a that was a tough uh, tough spot because you know it is it is the first show of the year. You're kind of setting the tone. It is the it is the first. It is day one, day one, the very first event of day one. So you kind of want to you kind of want it to pop. You kind of want something big to happen, and nothing is bigger than a world title change. That is right, and it, it kind of like the fans knew Brock Lesnar going to win because it's Brock Lesnar. I think people are really excited to see Bobby and Brock in the ring. Not one on one just yet. But they were in the ring together. Yeah, they were finally face to face in uh, in some capacity. Um, but yeah, also my favorite, my my one of my favorite spots going back to the uh, old Raw versus SmackDown video games. Uh, guy is on the outside of the ring, and you spear him through the barricade. That is right. That's one of the best parts of the game when you can spear somebody through a barricade. Playing with your friends, take them out from the match, spear them through the barricade, and which Bobby did. I feel like Brock Lesnar took a big beating in this match. Yeah, yeah, but still, still looked looked strong. I was gonna say he 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 was nailing people with F fives right and left. Everybody got an F five, 
Uh, eventually, even Big E getting the F5 and Big E unbelievably taking the pin in this. That is right. And I know, like, a lot of people saw, like, you know, it didn't, I feel like they didn't book either Big E the right way. They kind of put, like, during the match, it was all targeted towards Brock because they did their thing. And E was kind of set to the side. Then he took F5 one time and lost. Not twice, but one time. And he was the one who got pinned. So as we go on from that, Roman – so Brock is now the, the Raw champion, even though he was a SmackDown slash roaming superstar. So that's, that's right. one side. Um, but, yeah, that was really the, the main thing to come out of day one. I, I, a lot of people who were there were, 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 didn't get the news that, that Roman had, uh, had uh, COVID because uh, they didn't – if you were late arriving, they said, I think, that at the very beginning, and then they didn't mention it again. That's what I found it online. I was like, oh, Roman has COVID. Brock is ultimately in there. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was a quick – it was the card subject to change that they always put on the, uh, the ticket. So that is uh, – that was a big part of, of that night. Now, uh, I was going to say the other – I was going to say there were several matches on that card, but that, that, was the, that was the big one. That was the one that has kind of changed the landscape of the way things that are, uh, are moving forward. That is right. They want to kind of set up the scale for the upcoming WrestleManias too, because we got the uh, uh, one of the one of the matches that I really like was Edge and Miz. Edge and Miz, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. It was kind of a throwback. We got we got the Brood thing, right? That's right. The Brood entrance was Edge is now going to put that in his in his entrance uh, for now. On looks like as well he should as well he should. And Gangrel um, was all right with it. He said, "Good." um i i do like the uh the the edge and miz thing i do not know if i'm going to like uh edge uh uh his wife and then maurice and miz i don't know if i'm gonna like that no that's right it got edge and beth versus uh, yeah edge and beth versus maurice and miz that's gonna because you know beth wants to have that one more match so uh this might be interesting even though maurice is not a wrestler per se so um i'm interested to see where it goes and that looks like it's going to be a match for the royal rumble correct yeah definitely that's they already announced that's the rumble <laughs> okay that's the royal rumble uh also for the royal rumble we do have finally the one-on-one match between brock and bobby lashley yep the match everybody wanted to see finally is coming to you. brock versus bobby lashley two legit fighters big men who are going against each other yeah uh, the uh, with Bobby with uh, Brock Lesnar's whole thing was Bobby who, because you know Brock's always been the MMA guy, the big time. While Bobby was an MMA fighter, he was never in the UFC. Yeah, he was on the other league. Even the UFC owns it. I think they own it. I don't know a Bellator. He was in. Yeah, yeah. So, so that thing you've never, you've, we've never seen them. They've kept them apart their entire careers. It looks like, and they're finally going to get a chance to go go one-on-one with two great mouthpieces of uh, MVP and Paul Heyman. That's right. That's right. I feel like this is like a perfect match right here because you got two perfect mouthpieces, two perfect behemoths going to get it, go at each other. That's going to be the main event of the night. And also also newsflash, the Hurt Business is never, ever getting back together. Oh, no. I feel like Vince just just thought of the idea. He's like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to cancel it. And I, either that means Cedric and Shelton about to get fired, or they just broke up for good. 
They could make them into a well. They were a tag team that didn't really go anywhere. They're they're just they're they're two people who who are excellent wrestlers, but they got to get off Raw and get on SmackDown. That is true. They need to go do their own thing now. They could go as a tag team for sure because you know they yeah. do work well as a team. So SmackDown needs more more tag teams. So there you go. All right. Then we also have our second uh, double. We got a double main event uh, for a Royal Rumble is head of the table in Roman Reigns versus the newly, uh, I guess, SmackDown superstar, Seth Rollins. I know. It's, it's like, it's, he's like, I guess since Brock is the Raw champion, I guess seeing SmackDown could pull someone, I guess they could pull uh, Seth. So that's an interesting uh, turn of events right there. WWE has done a, they're doing a great job of shuffling the deck because they, they know that one show is a little bit more star heavy than the other. You have to get somebody over there to go against Roman Reigns uh, with uh, Drew McIntyre being on the shelf right now. Uh, yep. Seth, Seth is really the um, – he's really the next biggest star. So mm-hmm. it makes sense to put him in that match to uh, to have him go in there and, and fight Roman. He and Roman have a long story. They never got the fight when, when he was on SmackDown. So this kind of gives you uh, a match that you haven't seen in a while against two of their very best people. Um, and it's kind of weird. It's that heel versus heel match. That is. It's a heel versus heel match right there. And like you said, like SmackDown doesn't have anybody up there besides Drew to face Roman. And Seth is, uh, you know, one of the top stars there. Perfect to put him in there, having heel versus heel, where you don't know what those two might do to each other. Yeah. And Seth is crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, plus, he might be able to get a little bit of help from uh, from Kevin Owens, who who they're kind of partnering with. Uh, they partnered in the uh, the day one event, uh, but he might be looking to help help him upset Roman Reigns. That is true. They they might keep the same deal. Say you win, I get I get I help you. You give me a title shot. So how, how about Roman Reigns being champion for five hundred days? I want to put it past. I I will not be surprised if that happens. Oh, he is. He's at five hundred. <laughs> Oh, he has 500. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then I'm definitely not surprised that happened. <laughs> yeah. He has been the the, uh, the universal or the uh, the SmackDown champion, whatever belt that is, for uh, for over 500 days. Yeah. I want you to try to race CM Punk's reign because Vince hates CM Punk now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But that is, a, that is a crazy, crazy amount of days. All right. So, also big news, uh, we have new tag team champions. That is right. New tag team champions. Uh, whatever the uh, Alpha Academy. Alpha Academy has that's uh, the has broken through and has become tag team champions. Which that's is crazy. yeah, because nobody nobody really saw that RK Bro was doing great things. You know, they were they were over. People loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they had a gimmick, but they are one thing they have done. Uh, even though uh, New Day is still doing their, they're still doing their s- same stick, and a lot of people are still doing their same stick. They are not going to let Axe get old. That is their, that is their new mantra. They're like, look, we're gonna ride it, we're gonna break it, we're gonna hop off the wave before it breaks. So RK Bro was probably they're doing great. The wave hadn't broken yet, but they were like, yeah, let's get the titles off of them. Number, there's two reasons I think they did this. One, because they need both of them for the World Rumble. That's true. That's another one too. Yeah, they can yeah, be in a couple as tag champs, though. Yeah, but but I was gonna say, but they probably want to have a tag match too at the Royal Rumble. So I don't no. think they would have them do both, especially somebody like Randy, who is 
who is up there in age, having him do two matches in one night is probably not in his best interest. No, and I doubt he cares about. He probably will be in a rumble, but I doubt he cares about being world champion again. No, no, he's he's been there, done that. But you do need his body in there. Yeah, you need his body. Well, he's not going to take a bunch of bumps, and he gets yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, we we we. Uh, I was going to say we do definitely need to get into. Uh, we've talked about how how many spots there are. There are thirty spots in the the men's and women's Royal Rumble, and mm-hmm. how many actual wrestlers that WWE has on their roster. That's right. They go. They already said like you watch the women's one. They're pulling the TNA knockout shot, Mickey James, and opening that forbidden door for now, they said. But I got some info about the men's one. Oh, I was going to say that the, on the women's roster, they only had, between NXT and WWE, uh, Raw and SmackDown, they only had 21 women in the entire division. That's why they brought some women back. Like the yeah, they had, they had to. They, they had, had to open that door. Isn't that insane that, that they had their roster had dwindled to 21 Active. Well, of course, I mean, Bailey's hurt. You know, she's not there. Um, she might Sasha, go. Sasha Banks is also hurt um, mm-hmm. right now. So so that that was two also down. So, quote, unquote, the forbidden door. That's right. But rumor is Bailey might be clear by the time Rumble comes and Oscar. And Oscar. Well, that, that would give them they, – it's all hands on deck. They need everybody. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Stephanie McMahon walking down there and hopping in that ring. I wouldn't be surprised watching Linda McMahon jump in this. We need an ex-body. Somebody get in there. Little girl from the crowd, get in here. We need everybody we can get. Anybody, any woman that's available to get down there in the ring, uh, we need you. Uh, So... So the forbidden door thing is a is a crazy thing because WWE has hasn't really outside of Evolve they haven't really worked with any other uh, organization um, nope. in, in their in their entire existence they they've even gone so far as to ignore the existence of many other organizations like yeah they don't exist to us they were in a different universe that never happened there is no other there is no other wrestling outside of us that is right but for now like. They need to open that door, and Impact Wrestling's there, and they're not working with AEW right now, and Impact needs ratings and money. So <laughs> they would, like, WD's like, hey, we got this quick deal right here. We need people, so we want to use some of your people. How about this? They're like, yeah. okay, we need money. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, makes, it, makes good, it makes good business sense for a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you, if you need people. And you do need, because not only that, you have – you you have Charlotte. Charlotte, who is the current women's champion, is entering the Royal Rumble because they yeah. need women, which is crazy. Exactly. You know she's not going to win. What's she going to do? Fight herself? Which yeah, I, I would. I would do that. I, I would. I would win it, and I would take WrestleMania off. That's what I would. Do. That'd be. I just think it'd be fun. Like if she had to wrestle herself at WrestleMania, that would be kind of funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah. She. She's a. She's. I think she's a good enough uh, actress to maybe pull that off. Yeah, yeah, actress. That's to giving her too much credit there. <laughs> but she's she's a highly skilled performer, highly yeah. skilled. Um, yeah. good so, on paper. I give her yeah. that. Uh, so I would like to. I would like to see. Uh, yeah, no, I'd like to see her win it just to see what they would do with it. Uh, but I, I definitely don't do not think she is going to win it. No, I know I've been a really good Charlotte Flair fan, but it would be funny to watch her beat herself up, but. Yeah, I don't see her winning it because they need a women's match for WrestleMania. 
I always thought it was kind of funny. They always build her out of Charlotte, but she's, she grew up right down the street uh, from Marietta. She is, she, um, right over here by Lassiter. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. That. In her home. Yeah. She's Atlanta. She's, she's a hundred percent Atlanta. Oh my gosh. She's been lying to us this whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Now don't Char- like- Char- Charlotte is a better, I mean, you can't have a character named Atlanta. Charlotte is much better, is a much better name. Or you can name her Georgia. Or you could, uh, that's also, Charlotte sounds better than Georgia. Yeah, true, but still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's lied to us. Now I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> so she is, uh, so she is doing, uh, doing her represent Atlanta. Atlanta is very well represented in, uh, in, in wrestling, uh, which I always thought was a, was a cool thing. Um, but yeah, there are tons of, tons of people who they could draw from the past. Like you were saying, the Bella twins, uh, Mickey James from TNA. <laughs> Uh, did you hear the story McCool. of the, the oh Michelle McCool? Did you hear the story that the uh, the person, the talent evaluator who was calling people didn't even know that Mickey James was still wrestling at TNA? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And Mickey told her, she was like, "Hey, I'm I'm with TNA." They're like, "Oh, uh, well, don't worry about that. We'll, put, we'll just if you could just come on." They're like, "Vince, Vince, she's still with TNA." Vince is like, "Get her anyway. <laughs> We're out. Yeah, of, we need we need women. We need women for this uh, for this uh, pay per view." But yeah, so that that is interesting, That's um, right. and I know there's so many yeah. people. There there are a ton of people in TNA who have wanted a shot at the big time, who have wanted a shot at uh, getting into a WWE ring in front of a WWE crowd and being there. So I know those dudes would jump at an opportunity the, on the guy side. If there's anybody who would be up for that, there are tons of them who would. I think. That's right. There's a bunch of them because they never set foot in WWE. So they want us like maybe this is my chance to get there. Maybe, yeah. maybe I feel yeah. like respectable names from TNA though, like Christian or something. Yeah, that would be that would be good. I, I think it would it might be people who they've worked with before, um, possibly. Yeah, uh, like somebody like James Storm, or yeah, like uh, Storm. yeah, those guys uh, would maybe come back and uh, and do something. But it, it just makes for it makes for a little bit more intrigued, and I think that was very smart of WWE to get that, get that, that leak that out there, the forbidden door thing. Cause people will watch it. Like who's going to show up. Who, yeah, who we, coming. yeah. We got, we got the, uh, we got the element of surprise again. Um, That's right. Uh, people who are going to be in it. Um, I'm going to say Chris Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho is a huge name. That, that would be <laughs> the roof. Would, the roof would come off that place. If, if that Y2J flock comes up there. Oh, yeah. Because you know Vince still likes Jericho. Come on. Yeah. Hey, he did the so, podcast. He did the Broken Skulls podcast yeah. while he was in AEW. So so he's cool. He's definitely cool with uh, with Chris Jericho. You know what will really make, make my blow, mind blow out if Cody Rhodes comes out? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. They Look, they, are, they already hate Cody enough. They hate I, Cody enough. Now they would call him a traitor for going back. I know that was oh CM Punk. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be insane. That would be insane. I would like to see Triple H, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he's still out. He'd be back in a few months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they are probably going to rely heavily on a lot of NXT talent as well. Um, yeah. yeah, just because they they need bodies. They they definitely do need bodies for this. And thirty wrestlers is a lot of wrestlers. If you think yeah. about how many people appear, like they're like on, on an average SmackDown, there are only like twelve dudes on the on the show that appear every single week. They're twelve dudes. They got more backstage, but people that are well more well known yeah. to us. Yeah, they're, they're only twelve. Yeah, they're only... What was that? 
I was going to say, yeah, they're only about, yeah, there, there are more people backstage, but we're just used to seeing the same 12 or 13 people every single week. Yeah. Cause he has his, like, you know, WWE has a main stable guy that should be on TV, but yeah, that's all you got right there. So you got a full talent from everywhere. You want the roof to come off that place. Have number one be Veer. Oh my God. That would be perfect for him. Yeah, Maybe finally would, he's here. Yeah, that would be. I the, forgot he existed. That would be the perfect, the perfect beginning to the Royal Rumble is for Veer to come out there uh, to open to open the show. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say, has anything stood out to you over the past uh, past couple of weeks in WWE um, to get you to get to, that's kind of hinted at or big time going into the Rumble? Because then I have I, – after that, I do definitely have a, something that I want to get to. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, of course, the Forbidden Door option where they want to pull town, maybe most likely from freaking TNA or Impact now. But, yeah, they said there's more surprises coming from the Forbidden Door. Legends are coming. And they, go, they I read somewhere they're going to rely on a couple NXT talent. But I'm just more excited to see who's going to return back. That's all I'm going to put a rumble. Yeah, yeah. All right, so – now, uh, I had a top 10 list. We haven't done a top 10 list in a while. So Sports Illustrated, uh, the, the sports magazine, came out with the top 10 wrestlers oh, of, so 20, cool. of 2021. It's crazy. It's crazy. I was surprised they did that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They, they're very, uh, I was going to say, wrestling, res, wrestling is bigger now than it ever has been. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it, social media now and all kind of stuff going on. In, in the history, it is it is more lucrative, with more more eyes on it than ever in the history of the of sports. So it does make sense that that a, that a company that covers something that uh, that involves sports and involves wrestling is kind of like a fringe sport entertainment. Mm-hmm. But they would kind of get into it and and kind of give it give it its due. That's right, because you know like. Because now, like back then, like we didn't have social media, YouTube. Well, that was amazing. it was just starting out, and you know, the freaking social media was the biggest helpful wrestling for me, I think. But yeah, we're, like wrestling picked up so much more now than it was in the early nineties. Yeah, you, everybody knows who these wrestlers. Like, look at Sasha Banks right up to the UGA game. Yeah, she opened the UGA game, which is which is incredible. Um, and everybody who, uh, all, all, all my, my UGA people, all my UGA friends, they're like, who in the hell is that? And I was like, I was like, it's Sasha Banks. You don't know who that is. I was like, she's a wrestler. I was like, oh man, we got to start watching wrestling now. She's in there. I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They know how to market. It's like a pretty girl. We got to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she was very much, uh, she was very much the talk of the game. Uh, which is good for her and good news. Great for WWE. Get, get more eyes on you. There are more people. There were a lot of people who didn't know who she was, but now know that she's on SmackDown. That's right. And they got Bill Goldberg there too. That also helped the men's side. Yeah. Goldberg, Goldberg right. the, the, the great bulldog. That's right. Because he was a legit bulldog. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> he was, he's one all time, all time great. That's right. But like you said, WWE the wrestling now was big. You know, yeah. like remember what I told you back in the day, like the nineties, like it's more like an underground kind of oh no, I won't say too underground, but you know, you got your WCW college party, WWF kind of a control party, but still a party. So it's kind of like that college kind of vibe wrestling was. Right, right. You know I mean? yeah. All right, so let's get to this top 10, 10 list. We'll start with number ten. 
So number 10, best wrestlers in the world, best wrestlers of 2021. We got Jonathan Gresham, our Ring of Honor and Terminus. Dude mm-hmm. from Atlanta has blown has blown the doors off of kind of tumble. I didn't know this time last year, I had no idea who he was. But I knew who he was. <laughs> I, I've watched a couple of things with him. Uh, he he does great work. He's got a lot of steam behind him. I think he's gonna. I, I think I, I think that he's one of those guys who should probably stay independent because he's yeah. got such he's got such a great independent following, and he's he's being in the way that he's booked independently as he's booked as a champion. Exactly, because he knows WWE. They won't use him right, so independence is perfect for him. Yeah. It's a good deal. All right, then number nine, we got Josh Alexander from Impact. I don't really know too much about that guy. Yeah, not too much about him, but I heard he's pretty good. <laughs> All right, number eight, AEW, we got Cody Rhodes. Ah, of course, the uh, one of the founders of the AEW. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a really good year. He's had since uh, AEW is three years old. He's had three really good years there. Number seven, Doctor Britt Baker, AEW. Ah, yes, the one who has a legit real job outside of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she I think and, she likes her even more. And I was going to say, it's crazy that she's able to do both. That's yeah, right. She, she's a, and she probably makes more being a dentist than she does wrestling and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think wrestling is more like a side hobby now for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have Big E clocking in at number six, who is oh, doing good. also a fantastic job. Uh, got his first world championship this, uh, this year, multiple-time tag team champion. Number five, uh, all goes to AEW, uh, Brian Danielson. That's right, Brian Danielson, the one of the great, greatest of all time, greatest technical wrestler, Brian Danielson. Bringing, uh, bringing, uh, his style, uh, over to AEW has also, it, it's, it's awesome to see him do everything that he wanted to do in WWE, but now he can. Uh, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takaji. Oh, that guy's uh tough. Let's say uh if he wasn't WWE right now, go against I don't know who should we put up there? Uh, uh let's say one of the NXT kids who are not wrestling go up against him, he will put a beating on them. That dude is strong style. Like that that guy's tough. All right, I don't need to I gotta look to look into him. All right, number three. Number three, uh Bianca Belair, WWE. All right, Bianca, former women's champ. Yeah, it did great. Had a great year. Um, did lose her match at WrestleMania, but won Royal Rumble last year and had a good run up to the title. That's right. I know her loss wasn't that graceful, but she was a little. She, at least she had a good year before that. Number two, uh, another AEW is Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, probably one of the most best wrestlers in the world right now, and yeah. still they know it the rest of his life. Yeah, legit, legit um, one of the best wrestlers and did a great job uh, holding that title and carrying that company uh, up until he lost the title to uh, to Paige. All right, number one, of course, who else could it be? Roman Reigns. That's right, Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. How would we not know this? Yeah, yeah, number one, head of the table, uh, 500 days ruling as champion of – of WWE, so and the highest profile champion in the company. That is right, because he's marketable, even though he has tattoos. <laughs> so that's four. There were four W. Uh, let's see, it was count one, two, three, four. Uh, AEW, and then one, two, three, three WWE. Oh my God! One Ring of Honor. Dang it! And w- one, AEW 
one Ring of Honor and then one um, New Japan. Japan. Actually, nope, there were five. There were one, two, three. Nope, four. Four, yeah. Four four AEW, three WWE. Ah, they beat WWE again by one. They beat them by one, so good for good for them for and that was always that was always the one thing is like would they be able to assemble enough talent to compete with WWE? And they have. They've they've done a good job. And having I have watched uh I have watched enough of AEW and WWE to see that they are two completely different things. Oh yeah. One's more wrestling, the other one's more not wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and they, they and they have different. Like I was gonna say, their characters are different. WWE dudes look like they look like like superheroes. They do that. That that that's really another another thing. AEW dudes look like normal guys. They look yeah, out but... outside of Wardlow. Wardlow's a big. Thing. Yeah, Wardlow. Uh, Wardlow, yeah. Wardlow, and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Luchasaurus. Those are big dudes, but the rest of them kind of look like normal dudes. You know what you said when you mentioned Wardlow. WWE is, is interested in snagging Warlow now. Hell yeah, they are. I, <laughs> he, he looks like a WWE dude. Yeah. They said, based on what Vince and whatever his people said, they're like, they're like wow, he's big. That's all, they, that's all it was. He's big. That's all they said. <laughs> Get him over here. Get him over here. And he, uh, could, and he was a wrestler? Oh, my goodness. You know, they, yeah. Yeah, could wrestle. I think that they would, uh, they would probably – I don't know about MJF. I think that he that yeah, they probably, gonna... yeah, they might not because he can't do his style over there, like his yeah. verbal style. He's his verbal style is more suited for what he can do at AEW, but A but Wardlow could be either place. Yeah. And Vince thinks MJF is small. <laughs> yeah, which he is. Yeah. You know, yeah no, no knock on him, but he's not uh, yeah. yeah. He was on he was on uh he was on IG throwing up some one tens I saw. I know. Um, yeah. He's catching up with me there. Yeah, he's, 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 he's up there. He's up there getting his pump on, getting his clang and bang up there trying to trying to trying to, to get himself to uh to the next level. Maybe he got upset when I told him at the Christmas part I could do one twenties. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I'm the same, I mean I'm the same height. <laughs> oh wow, wow. I just got him by a few size differences. Did he did he show you the ring when you said that? His, uh, he had an ugly sweat on. No, <laughs> did, he sh- did he show? Did he show you the 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 ring of his uh, whatever the uh, the championship thing that he has? He did actually. He didn't bring his rings. I he was kind of. He didn't bring his ring. He was low key MJF that night. He had an ugly. He has ugly sweater on. He was kind of tired though. He kind of he, he he was telling telling somebody like, yeah, I'm kind of worn out. So he kinda, I, would, I think he was having off day. I would wear that ring everywhere. Yeah, well, I feel like I think people are going to just probably snag it at the party. Yeah, everywhere. Did he have Warlow? Well, if he has Warlow with him, nobody would snag it. Yeah, no, no. It was Warlow. Yeah, no one's going to touch Warlow. Warlow is a guy you want to be as your friend because he could back you up. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, good, they're a good Shawn Michaels uh, diesel team. That's what they are. For That's now, because what yeah. happened last this week. It, it, oh, always, it always happens. The big dude always turns on the little dude. It always happens. That's so, right. You know what that reminds me of? The college party where you got the big friend, you're partying, you're starting to fight, big friend comes in and try to stop him. That's what MJF and him are. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. All right. So uh, what are the questions of the week? All right. Two wrestling questions. First one, who is stronger, faster, and more athletic, Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar? Uh, probably Bobby. 
because Bobby Bobby train trains. Um, yeah. Brock does. I I don't know what kind of type of training that Brock does, but it's probably a lot more functional. Where Bobby's in there still throwing up dumbbells and doing squats and and bench pressing and that sort of thing. Um, but you know, I think their styles are so different. It's like it's like Rocky and Drago training. Yeah, they they both get what they need to get out of their workouts, but mm-hmm. they're different type of workouts. Exactly. It's like that. I'm, I'm the same answer. Bobby's uh, to me. Bobby's the taking that taking that spot right there because Brock doesn't train like he used to. I don't think so. Like he did for UFC. Yeah. Yeah. I think just more. Yeah, maybe more functional, more weight training, more bodybuilder ish. He's doing. But Bobby's doing pretty much everything under the sun. <laughs> right, right. Which is the, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is, who is do you think will be a surprise entry at the Royal Rumble? I, I would uh, give, go. I'm going to go with Moose. Moose? Yeah, Moose. Moose. That's what I always had, like, a little thing with the wrestling, though. Because uh, in WWE, like, Moose is now well known to those fans. In right. the, the impact. He's known to them. That's the only that's the only thing I feel like Moose will get lost in the shuffle there. Yeah, yeah. But I think if they if you want to uh to throw somebody in there and just be like, hey, you know, why not? Why not? We need bodies, but I, I'm just saying Moose. Why not? Yeah, why not? If he comes, he comes. Uh and was also also Moose is also a former trainer here in Atlanta. Oh, he was. Yeah, he oh, wait, worked was at just, he, yeah, he, yeah, he worked at Just Fitness. Oh, I didn't know he worked. I thought he worked out there. Mm-mm, he was a trainer at Just Fitness. Was it the Sandy Springs one? Like, uh, no, that? no, he, had, there, he worked at the one in Alpharetta. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was one in Alpharetta. Yep. <laughs> he was a oh, okay. he was a trainer at uh, Just Fitness. Oh wow! I was surprised that he was a trainer there. <laughs> wow. All right, I got a fitness one for you. All right. What's one thing you wish you knew when you started training? Um, I wish I knew nutrition better. I wish I had a better foundation on nutrition. Or I was just eating everything at the dining halls. Uh, my 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 daily consumption of just grab as many chicken breasts and put honey on them as possible. That was my that was put my honey. Uh, du- oh yeah, I used to just smother smother chicken breasts with honey when I was at Georgia. Georgia, you had unlimited food. You could just go in there to the dining hall and eat as much as you want every single day. So oh, that's, that's what that's that is what. Uh, what we did, that's what we did. We uh, we would go get lots of chicken breast, put some honey on it, and eat that, and also uh, whatever they had. But but yeah, chicken breast lived off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they were delicious, and I wish I knew more about other nutrition, like other macro nutrition um, back then. But yeah, yeah. So it was just a learning learning experience. Um, uh, no. But yeah, I wish I knew nutrition better. How about you? Uh, I'll, I'll go with the nutrition too, but I'm not going to take your one. Mine won't be um, learning that everything was it learning patience because everything is a, it basically is a, is a time. It's basically everything takes time. I just want to, yeah. If I wish to know that's like, I'm going to do this and in one week I look like Schwarzenegger. Now I guess got to know like every, if I told myself back, just, Hey, don't rush it, enjoy it. And just know it takes time to get to this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Agree. And another one, favorite fitness tech gadget? Ab roller. Ab roller. Ab that roller. Is the one? Yeah. 
That was my favorite one. That, that is probably my, of all the uh, the tech gadgets. I mean, it's it's low slung gadget, but my on the low end on the low end uh, my uh, my roller uh, ab roller on the high end my Apple Watch, which mm. has helped me so much with uh, calibrating um, my workouts and uh, seeing what I'm getting out of them. Ah, okay. So the ab roll is your favorite ab workout of all time. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I will go with my Fitbit watch because it helps keep track of time. And and uh, like your Apple watch, it tells me like what I'm doing, seeing how long I'm, what, see how long I've been in the gym. If I'm supposed to be out of two hours, it keeps me on time to know when I'm going to be finished and how much calories I'm burning. And I make sure I don't break the next one that I get. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, no. Also, I would say on Instagram, uh, if you ever see a fitness person talking to you while they're working out, they're lying, and don't listen to what they're saying. What just, you just, say, just, they're liars? Just, just fast forward. Just get, just scroll down. If you see them talking and smiling, that is usually nobody smiles when they're working out. So that is their first bad sign. Um, and usually they're spewing a whole bunch of nonsense, trying to get you to buy something that you don't need. Um, that does something that it doesn't really do. So just keep, just keep rolling, keep rolling on that. That's right. That's all like the RP guy, doctor. I always forget his name. Oh, the doctor on there. Like every time you talk about the diet thing, you talk about his new diet book, but he says at the end, he says, it's like, Hey, this is my time to sell you guys on something. I'm being honest. So check out this. Yeah. At least they're, they're, they're making an attempt to say, Hey, you know, that this is this, but yeah, you can buy this. But yeah, everybody now is trying to sell you something. Um, right. Everyone's trying to, trying to sell you something. Like, like I feel that everything that I see is like some pyramid marketing scheme or some get rich scheme or some, they're trying, they're just trying to, uh, I was going to say the fitness industry is the worst because oh, yeah. they prey off of insecurities and they prey off of uh fear of missing out that sort of that sort of thing so people it's easier to manipulate people when they're emotional about things so that's what the fitness industry kind of looks at um that's why i i kind of have my beef with the with the industry is all has always been that yeah it's a sad day well hopefully maybe one day by miracle everything will be nice and calm but i think that's going to be a very very long time no there's no truth in advertising um especially when you're when filters and and uh um, photoshop and all that exists yeah so that that's another hard part uh, about about everything but uh the key to everything is just consistency and time and yeah that's the only thing that's the only thing that gets you to where you want to go that is true patience is the key yeah, and I don't know if this question relates to fitness, but it's one of the things I got off the muscle tech stuff. I saw this when they asked Henry Cavill, "What is the one thing you could never give up?" Uh, video games. Ah, okay. I'll probably be the same thing. Video games. I love video games because I got to get yeah. Halo. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing that uh, throughout my course of my life that I've all I think I'm always going to do. I'm always going to find time to play to play something. Um, that sometimes it doesn't even matter. Sometimes you just need 30 minutes to just relax and just, just get a game of something. Exactly. So, so that's, that's, that's definitely something that, that I always need. My will go, I go, you go with video, I go with movies because I need my Netflix, HBO Max, and Disney shows. Yeah. Yeah. Need all that. I got to yeah. have it. Good stuff. 
It is good uh, stuff. All right. So this has been an episode of uh, Bane and Clangin'. We're going to catch you up, and we'll hit you with another episode uh, tomorrow after SmackDown, or tonight, or yeah, tomorrow after the SmackDown that is on right now, and uh, bring you up to date. Maybe they can update us on on the uh, the Royal Rumble situation. We might get some new participants. Uh, we're going to get the uh, Seth Rollins thing straightened out. So we're good to go. And uh, thank you once again for listening into the podcast. Uh, keep slamming your BAMF hammers, www.bamfhammer.com. They are still going strong. Go order yours. Um, it's, it's, it's crunch time. You got those resolutions. It's time to start working. That is right. Like you said, pick up the BAMF hammer. That will help you in your workouts. All right. So we'll be back soon. Take him home, Beretta. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Bang and Clang Sports Podcast. Like Crossbow says, pick up the BAMF hammer. And thank you for tuning in and, and a happy new year to you guys. And we will be back for another episode after the SmackDown festivities, which is going on right now. Hopefully, we get more stuff about uh, the Royal Rumble coming up. Who are going to come up? Who's showing up for men and women? We don't know. Hopefully, they give us some intel on that. And don't forget, always keep training, training hard. Stick to those New Year's resolutions. As always, Crossbones here with the biggest arms in the world, the wheel, the, ga- ga- the, ga- the gauntlet, and the band hammer together. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Beretta. And as always, second, maybe biggest arms next to his. Maybe so. Maybe not. Who knows? And we are Banging and Clanging Podcast. And we catch you in the next exciting episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. <gasps> Good night.